Welcome to Wellbeing. My name is Raleigh Taylor. There have been many government attempts to label food in a standard way for people to understand. Professor Bruce Neal and his team at the George Institute have developed an app called Food Switch that tells consumers the nutritional value of packaged food by scanning the barcode and helping them to make the healthiest choices. Professor Bruce Neal is the director of the Food Policy Unit at the George Institute for Global Health. So, how does the Food Switch app work? So, so what our app does, our app's called Food Switch, and it's free uh, from the from the app store if you want to download it. What it lets you do is um, it lets you scan the barcode of any packaged food uh, using the phone camera, and then it pops up some information on the screen, which basically says um, this is the product uh, that you scanned, and these are its nutritional credentials. And it'll show you the the nutritional credentials either um, as a traffic light, where you get red, bad, or green goods for salt, sugar, fat, or it'll show you using the government's health star rating system, which basically gives between half a star and five stars for each product, uh, depending upon the, the healthiness of the, of the food. The other thing that it does is it lists underneath similar but healthier alternative products and basically says, look, you've scanned that, but these might be better options. So what went into creating the Food Switch app? So I, I've been interested for a long time in um, trying to track the, the sort of average healthiness of the food supply in Australia because the government and the food industry makes quite a lot of commitments to, to change things, but no one really sort of checks up on them. So we've been going to the supermarkets for several years and just writing every product on the shelves and the information from the nutrition panel on every product into a database. And then about three or four years ago, um, barcode scanning got really good with smartphones. And so we decided we'd put the two together to, to, to develop this app. How can this app affect people's food choices? So we encourage people to, to use the app when they, when they go to the supermarket and do their shopping. So, you know, pick up what you'd usually pick up, scan the app, see if it comes up with a healthier suggestion. If it does, have a look to see if it's on the, on, on the shelf uh, there for you to choose instead. So, so that's one very practical way that you, that you can use the app. The other way that we know that the app and, um, and labeling systems more generally work is that if um, companies know that their product is going to get an average score um, and that their competitors are going to get a better score, then that company will go, hmm, that's, that's not a good, good look for us. So they will actually change the composition of their product, perhaps take some fat out, take some salt out, to make sure that the product actually scores better. And that changes the, the, the over time, that can change the average composition of the food supply in a, in a positive way. Isn't there already adequate nutritional information on food packages? Uh, absolutely. I mean, when we first launched this app, we were pretty concerned that uh, we might get sued by the food industry because they wouldn't like us saying your food's not as healthy as you know your competitors' food. So the um, the algorithms that run behind this are algorithms that have been developed um, by the uh, by the Australian government primarily uh, in collaboration with public health and the food industry. What does the government think of the Food Switch app? So the, the Australian government is the driver behind um, the, the the health star rating system, which you'll you'll see the stars on quite a few products in store now. Um, and the um, the Australian government actually provided us with uh, um, some funding uh, at the time that the health stars were being developed to actually. Um, update our app so that instead of just showing the traffic light labels, it gave people the option to see uh, the health star rating labels as well. How do you encourage consumers to contribute to the app? 
Well, one, one of the great things with the app actually was that um, when we launched it, we had a database of about 20,000 products. Uh, in, in in the system, but we knew that there were probably 30, 40, maybe 50,000 products on the shelves of uh, Australian shops. So we put a little bit of functionality in the app which said, if you scan something and it doesn't come up, help us out by taking a photograph of the front of the pack and then taking a photograph of the nutrition panel and the ingredients list. And if you do that, the app automatically sends it to us. Uh, we then enter the data from the photograph and add it to the system so that if you go back a week or two later and scan the same thing, hopefully it should be there. And over the years, um, we've been, uh, we've had the app up now for about three or four years. We've had more than half a million photographs sent to us. So we now crowdsource a pretty much complete copy of the entire Australian food supply. The app has had almost a million downloads, not just in Australia, but also in New Zealand, the UK, China, and India. Why do you think the app has proven to be popular? No, that's a really, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, when, when we launched this app, if, I, if I'm completely honest, um, we sort of launched it to, to bug the food industry for a week or two because they were being really difficult about putting... Um, easy to understand labels on the front of their packages. And we thought, oh, well, we'll just do it and, um, you know, it'll get us a bit of attention. But, but what happened was that the day we launched the app, it became the most popular app in the app store overnight. And really that just signaled to, to us the enormous interest that the Australian public have in what they're buying and what's in the foods that they're buying. And, um, you know, seeing this huge interest in Australia, we naturally thought, well, what about other countries? Um, and more broadly, um, the research that I'm doing is is interested in the food supply, not just in Australia, but actually around the world. So, as you said, we've now launched uh, the app in six countries, and we're actually collecting data in about a dozen countries so that we can start to launch the app in even more countries. Is the main target group for this app those who are struggling with poor diet? Yeah, so, so the, the, the need for the app and the need for this sort of research is that poor diet, um, and mostly that means eating too much sugar, salt, fat, energy, uh, is now the leading cause of premature death and disability uh, in Australia and, in fact, in almost every country uh, around the world. So, so that's why we're, we're focused on this. In terms of what this app does that's different, um, the first thing it does is it, it has a vast amount of data behind it. I mean, there are, as I said, tens of thousands of Australian products uh, in the database. It's free, mm-hmm. and it provides information that is, you know, entirely legitimate. As you said, this is this is not about personal opinion. This is based uh, on, you know, definitive algorithms worked out with government, industry, and public health. I think that's the real differentiator, and that's why people trust it. Okay. Um, an article that I saw on the George Institute is the main target group for this app are for those who are struggling with poor diet? We just want people to be able to see at a glance whether something is healthy uh, or less healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, something like Vegemite uh, is a, it's an, obviously an iconic Australian product, but it does have an incredibly high quantity of salt in it. Now, if you only eat a tiny bit of it, then that's probably going to be fine, but we know that some people don't. So we um, are advocating for things like Vegemite to ideally carry the, uh, um, the, the health star rating. Uh, but we also think that potentially some products which are really salty or really fatty or really sugary uh, should also contain warning labels such that people understand uh, that these, these products are particularly high in adverse nutrients. 
Now, I read that you want to drive down the salt content of packaged foods. For example, you said, quote, Vegemite wouldn't be banned, but it would carry a clear warning label, too much salt can kill. Use sparingly. Yeah, so, so the key thing about Vegemite is that it does have such a, such a very high quantity of salt in it. And the problem with salt is that um, when you eat salt, that pushes up your blood pressure. Um, and it sort of does in a, in a progressive way throughout your life. And if you've got high blood pressure, you're at much higher risk of having things like strokes, heart attacks, heart failure, kidney failure. And these are the main causes of death uh, in Australia. So that's why we're focused on salt and high salt products like Vegemite. So is Vegemite healthy? Yeah, so there, there are a few things that are always unhealthy, like don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, but mostly with foods, um, if you... You know, if you have a little bit of something that's got a lot of bad things in it, then probably you're not going to do yourself a great deal of harm. Uh, but again, we feel that people should be able to see at a glance which those products are. And that's, I guess, the main issue at the moment. We don't feel that people have good information about that. At this moment, 1.6 billion people suffer from high blood pressure. And in Australia, 3.2 million have cardiovascular disease, with one dying every 12 minutes from it. And salt is a major risk factor in hypertension. So, how bad is salt? So, within the app, we, we, we've actually put in a number of filters. And, and what these filters do is provide opportunities for people who have particular conditions, like diabetes or high blood pressure or um, bad blood cholesterol levels, to get advice about foods that are particularly suited for them. So, for example, with, um, with diabetes, we know that the main reason why you get diabetes and one of the main challenges if you have diabetes trying to control your diabetes is the amount of energy that you get. And so we have within Food Switch a filter, uh, which is called Energy Switch. And what it will do is if you scan a product, instead of just looking for something that is on average healthier, it will find you the thing that has got the least energy density and so that um, you can choose that specifically. In the same way, we have salt switch, which if you've got high blood pressure and you're trying to eat a low-salt diet, we'll find you the, the similar product with the lowest amount of salt. So we've, we've tried to accommodate for some of those clinical conditions within the food switch app. Is one type of salt better than the others? For instance, we have table salt, sea salt and kosher salt. So mostly um, fancy salts are just more expensive ways of doing yourself harm. Uh, but there is one type of salt which um, is, um, is better for you than others. And so, so salt normally consists of about 100% sodium chloride. Um, it, and it's the sodium part that is, that is bad for you. There are some things called salt substitutes or potassium salts, which um, are... Um, mixes of sodium chloride and potassium chloride and sometimes also magnesium sulfate. Those salt substitutes, which could include less sodium, uh, are a better option than the regular salts. Why do you think people choose junk food instead of something that is healthier? So, so I think the reason that most people um, eat an unhealthy diet isn't because they want to eat an unhealthy diet. I mean, most people aren't sort of sloths and gluttons. They just live in, a, in an environment where it's very hard to choose the right food because there isn't very good labeling on the package or uh, there's perpetual advertising of uh, products that are high in salt, sugar and fat uh, from, say, fast food outlets or on TV. And we actually need to, in conjunction with providing people with the education to, to make better choices, we also need to change the food environment so that it's easier for them to make better food choices. So we need to control things like advertising to children. We just, 
don't need it. We need sugar-sweetened soft beverages, soft drinks to be more expensive through perhaps a sugar tax. You know, we need these sorts of supportive uh, strategies in place as well as educating people. How do you encourage younger people to use the Food Switch app? Yeah, so we've been encouraged. I mean, lots of um, lots of kids use the app, and uh, we've had you know quite a number of schools and school teachers who've called in and said, "Hey, just to let you know, we're actually using this in the classroom to try and uh, educate children about um, about their food sort of choices," and that's been pretty gratifying. What does too much sugar do to our body? So the, the main problem with sugar is that it's got lots of energy in it, and it's very easy to overconsume sugar in things like soft drinks, and that makes you fat, and that increases your risk of all sorts of health conditions. So, what about the people who eat out? Will there ever be a time when the Food Switch app provides information about restaurant meals? So, so the app at the moment doesn't really help out with sort of fast foods. Um, it's a little bit harder to, to to develop an app for fast foods because you don't have a barcode to scan. Um, what we do have in New South Wales is um, uh, mandatory menu board labelling. So um, the the menu boards in fast food outlets have to show how many kilojoules. Uh, are in the products, and so you can you can choose on that basis. But to be honest, the app isn't very—it's it, not very effective in that setting. I've been speaking with Professor Bruce Neal, the director of the Food Policy Unit at the George Institute for Global Health, who discussed the use of the Food Switch app and how we all can improve the food choices we make. We found a few people who had used the Food Switch app and asked what they thought. First of all, Peter, who shops for groceries once a week. What did you think of the Food Switch app? I recently put it on my phone. I always have my phone with me when I grocery shop and I sometimes go to grab something and think, oh, hang on, I'll just have a bit of a think about what nutritional value this product has and the app delivers that. It's great. Did you understand the results in traffic light label mode? I don't actually use the traffic light label mode. I chose the star mode. Uh, I just felt that it was a little bit uh, clearer and a bit... Uh, traffic light mode is just three colours, red, amber and green. Obviously, red being not as good, whereas in the star mode, it starts at a half star, works up to five stars. So it gives a broader range of uh, good and bad. Do you think the Food Switch app will be a health benefit for you? Uh, I don't know that I particularly use it as a health benefit. I use it more uh, to guide me. I like to think I he eat rather healthily or in a healthy way, but I have found that some of the things that are in these products aren't as healthy as I thought. So it it has altered, I suppose, the way I eat things. So it's probably going to help me in the long run uh, or at least make my life a little healthier, yes. What about your children? Uh, yeah, well, I can buy what it, uh, things for the family, but ultimately they will eat what they want to eat. But yes, when I'm preparing meals and stuff, I I try and do the right thing. And I have found that there's times when I have gone and bought an alternative rather than the one I've bought because the food app has given me an alternative that is better. So in the long run, if they eat the better alternative, so it's going to benefit them too. What do you think of the Health Star rating mode? Yeah, I prefer that. It it, it is just um, it uh, it's more uh, to me broader, so it gives a better idea. I also go, have gone a step further and gone into where you can um, see if things have got gluten in them, 
Uh, some it, it has a mode where you can a lot of gluten, not much gluten, no gluten. I find that very helpful. So that it, it, that's an extension onto the health star mode. But I do find it better than what I think the traffic light one would be. It may be good too, but I can only really speak on the health star mode. What did you learn while using the Food Switch app? Uh, like I said before, I've I've learned that what I thought was actually a product was nutritional for me. Now I'm surprised at the things that are in things. Um, uh, you know, even things like chocolate biscuits. You can still buy chocolate biscuits, but you can buy a better alternative in a chocolate biscuit. And and I found that good. You know, you don't have to not have your your foods that, you know, are a bit of a reward at the end of the day, but you can have a better version of it and still enjoy it. Are there ways you think this app could be improved? Uh, not so much improved. I think they're, they're pretty well on to the scanning business. I have found that some things don't scan, um, and that's always going to be an issue because products are being introduced fast. But I do like the fact that they're on to that. They suggest you send three photos and they try and keep up and you're involved in in updating the app also. Uh, you know, I, I can't at this stage see any big, you know, I, I don't think that's a huge problem and I think they are addressing it as best they can and it'll always be something that, you know, they have to do keep up on the products which are changing quickly all the time. And next, Arvid, who doesn't go grocery shopping. What did you think of the Food Switch app? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty interesting way to look at food and how it's uh, labelled and packaged. Did you understand the results in traffic light label mode? Yeah, the traffic light made it uh, fairly simple and easy to understand in the particular area that was of concern to you diet-wise. Do you think the Food Switch app would be a health benefit for you? Yeah, if I was uh, seeking to improve my health in a particular area, I believe that would be able to help me quite easily. What did you think of the Health Start rating mode? It's Again, it's simple and you can filter out for different types of uh, eating, like celiac, eating like celiac and fats and sugars and specific dietary needs. What did you learn while using the Food Switch app? Um, I learned what sort of foods to stay away from and which ones could uh, benefit me. From a business perspective, how could you improve Food Switch? Yeah, I, I think I, I like the mode where you can uh, take a picture of things that don't already exist and you can send them back. I thought that was pretty clever to add to the database. I think uh, maybe in the future they could uh, take a photo of the food that you're eating in restaurants and other places and and uh, analyse that for you as well. Food manufacturing companies will respond to how this actual app affects their sales and therefore what people buy and what they don't buy in the health conscious. And at some point in time in the future, their labelling will be forced to improve for everyone, even those people who don't have the app. So it's a good thing to use to encourage better labelling of food, particularly in, with ingredients and um, things that people are allergic to and sensitive towards with skin allergies and stuff like that. And this is Bruce, who occasionally grocery shops. What did you think of the Food Switch app? Look, I think it's a fantastic idea. Anything that's going to you know, allow us to make you know, better and healthier choices, 
uh, in the food that we buy um, at supermarkets and, and other food suppliers, I think is a fabulous, fabulous idea. You know, if we can get that information in a very, very simple form, a direct form, uh, a succinct form, and know whether or not we're buying, you know, a, a better or inferior product, um, I think that's going to be great for everyone. Did you understand the results in traffic light label mode? Yes, it was really simple to understand. That's the one thing I like about this app. The traffic light label mode is just a perfect indicator, and it's so easy to use. You know you're pushing a trolley down a supermarket aisle, and then uh, you know it's easier just to just switch on the app, check the quality of the product, how it rates in comparison to uh, other similar products. Now it's fantastic. Do you think the Food Switch app would be a health benefit for you? Oh, absolutely. I think, it's, I think that's its very purpose. You know, if you can uh, dis- discern, um, you know, a healthy product from an unhealthy product, obviously, you know, it's going to be better for the, the health of the community, uh, the health of you as, as an individual, particularly if you're buying for family, young children. You want to know that you're putting, you know, healthy alternatives into their diets. What did you learn while using the Food Switch app? How many unhealthy choices that, that, that we tend to make because of the pace of life, um, you know, running in the supermarkets, doing a quick shop, you know, you look at, you look at a particular product, you think you understand uh, the, the, the label and the, uh, and the contents within that particular product, but you don't really. Um, this app is fantastic for, for simplifying that whole press process and making healthier choices. Are there ways you think this app could be improved? I think the natural extension to this app obviously would be one that could, could analyse all food sources, not just labelled food sources from the side of a carton or the side of a jar or a size of a bot- from the side of a bottle. Um, obviously, you know, um, going through a fruit market, for example, being able to um, analyse the, the, you know, the content or the, good, the goodness value of, of fruit and vegetables, um, of water maybe. Uh, something, a sophisticated app that could do that would be fantastic so that we could uh, get a, a measure on everything that we put, on our, put in our body. And finally, a Newcastle University student, Jenny. What did you think of the Food Switch app as a university student? I found it cheap, you know, it was easy to get hold of, so it made it useful for me because I've got to save money everywhere I can. Um, well, it's good for me, I find it useful that while I'm shopping, it's really easy to just get out and scan an item and I can know immediately the contents that are in it and know whether or not it's going to be healthy for me or if it's going to be bad for me. Did you understand the results in traffic light label mode? I find the traffic light mode not as um, precise as maybe like the star mode or any of that. It's only got three options, the low, medium or high contents that are bad for you. Um, so it, it doesn't really tell me what exactly is bad about it. It just kind of gives me low, medium or high. I mean, it's still good for quick results, but I think if I had to pick it, it'd probably be the star mode for me. Do you think the Food Switch app would be a health benefit for you? Um, I think it will be. As I said in the first question, I find it you know, easy to access and I can use it anywhere I need to while I'm grocery shopping. And it also helps me find products that are alternatives, maybe. So if something does have a high salt content or a high sugar content, it gives me alternatives, something with a lower sugar content. And then I sometimes find myself actually saving money when I take the alternatives. So that's always a benefit for me using this app. What did you think of the Health Start rating mode? As I said, found that one a lot more precise 
good, like, accurate results that I actually trust in a lot lets me know, it educates me, so that sometimes I can go to the grocery store and I already have knowledge on what is good and what is bad just because of what I've learned from that mode. So I find that one definitely the better one of the two. What did you learn while using the Food Switch app? Um, okay, so I learned a lot about healthy eating. I've seen a change in my diet and, you know, it's encouraged me to even tell my friends about it. You know, it's, it's good for you. So I feel like it's a good move for the food world, you know, um, pushing everyone forward to eat better. And it's kind of fun to, you know, using it and scanning the barcode. I don't know. I've always enjoyed that kind of whole scanning thing. That's why I like self-serving. Um, but no, it's good. It's fun. And I've learned lots about what's good for you, what's bad for you, and how that actually affects, you know, how your body functions. I used to be tired all the time with the foods I was eating, but... Now I seem to have the activity level that I always wanted just because I'm eating healthier, you know? Are there ways you think this app could be improved? I think if I had to give advice on how this app could be improved, I'd probably say maybe more education level. Like, I mean, you can go onto websites and look this stuff up, but I really trust in this app, so I I believe what they say. And so maybe like recipe ideas with products that are known. So ones that you can find easily in the stores and know that you put them together, you make a really healthy meal that will be really good for you. And I think that could be a way that they could definitely improve, you know, uh, their buyers and everything. I don't know. Does this app cost money? <laughs> it's free. It's free. Okay, never mind. Um, to improve the number of people using this app. You know, all this information so easy to access but I think the more and more they have in it, the more people are going to want to use it. I would like to thank the four people who used the Food Switch app and spoke with me today. I'm Riley Taylor. From all of us at Wellbeing, wish you well.